Hi, my name is John, and this is my good buddy, Andy. You're listening to the Packers Blitz podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s Packers football and lived to talk about it. So this podcast, as always, is dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. So you desperately, oh boy. Oh, I should say welcome to our podcast and welcome, Andy. Um, <laughs> we desperately need football back in our lives. I-, I can't take it anymore. I'm literally, Andy, I'm literally watching cricket. Just something different? <laughs> Let me tell you, I got I to stop that. I don't understand what's going on. Do you understand cricket, Andy, in the sport cricket? Um, I was on I was on Crackle uh, the other day, which is a free app. Yeah. Um, okay. And I watched some of the uh, Tom Selleck movies where he plays that cop. I think his last name okay. Stone. And I watched. Oh, I was so bored. I watched all of them oh, Lord, in succession. But I was trying to figure out which ones went first because I had they didn't yeah. have them in order. So. Yeah, yeah. We're just, we're just uh, Jesse we're just Jesse not, Stone, I think is his yeah, name. Yeah, well, this is pathetic. So. Anyway, so we anyway between we want football. Everybody wants football. So, Andy, I have some good news for you. Training camp, the first three opening practices. Okay, four days uh, as part of the opening week, July twenty seventh through July 29th. So not too far apart. And the Packers will be open the second week with three open practices, July 30th, August 1st, August 3rd, before family night takes place at Lambeau Field on Saturday, August 5th. So one of the things that I'm really excited about. Yeah, so John, not to not to interrupt you. Um but yeah, the the, I think training caps officially starts on the 26th of July, but I could be totally wrong about that. No, that's that's great. So I saw that in a couple different sources. And you said four days, (laughs) but the 27th through the 29th, that would be three days. So I think it's the 26th through the 29th. There we go. 26th. But since you put it in in the uh you know, the little sheet that we go off of and that we're looking at right now. I didn't want to like say anything or change it because I thought I could be wrong. Okay. Please correct me. Yeah. But I think it starts on the 26th. 26th. Okay. So that's not too far away. That's, you know, like three weeks. And and that's awesome. Isn't it? Isn't it? You know, Oh, thank you. It's awesome. Training camp's starting pretty soon. Yeah. It's been three weeks. Since our last yeah. podcast, mm. we don't really, at, uh, yeah, we didn't really have a lot to talk about, right? No, so, I've been I've been so eager for real football games to start mm. that I actually mm. watched a United States Football League, a USFL oh game, for a few minutes yeah. the other day. And uh-huh. I watched for a few minutes. I think they were in the playoffs, or I don't know if it was the championship or something Playoff. important was going on uh-huh. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. John, I will say I really would like to see real professional football, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the real deal, because guys. I watch nothing against, against those guys. They're playing yeah, their yeah, butts yeah. off and their hearts out. Yeah, they're doing their but, best. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could just you could just mm-hmm. see it was a little bit slower. Yeah, um, it, it just 
it's hard to explain. You almost have to watch it, it uh, right. to understand it. But yeah. when you're watching the the real NFL football mm-hmm. and the NFL yeah. football league, uh, it's totally different. So different, and that's in my opinion. So, but okay, so we're going to talk about the little Packer news that we have. Not too much, uh, and you can bring up some stuff. But in this podcast, I want to let you guys know. Uh, every week or every other week, however we decide, you know, it's summer. So Andy and I both have things we're doing, but once we have an opportunity to talk about this, we're going to talk about each position group. So, uh, this week, um, just to let you know, we'll get to the news here in a second. Like, so there's not really a lot. Um, we're going to talk about offensive line, tight ends and special team. And like I said, we're going to do that every week. Um, each position group. Up until we get to training camp, and then we're going to talk about training camp. And I think there's going to, Andy, this is my opinion. See if, if you believe this too. I think there's a lot of news going to come out of training camp because already there's been a lot of rumors that Jordan Love is still having issues. And if that's true, well, training camp is really going to bring up the issues because who, who you know, who really uh, is there anymore that you, you can't really, when Aaron Rodgers was there, say, oh, Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that, because, you know, you don't want to. But with Jordan Love, he's kind of open game. You know what I mean? He's like, better take the criticism, buddy, because here it comes. So, anyway. Yeah, so, John, we'll, we'll, be doing, we'll be doing some more podcasts uh, and more often. And uh, so – Hopefully the fans of uh, Packers Blitz will be uh, listening in for that. But you'll be hearing from us a little bit more often in the next few weeks. Yes, absolutely. Um, So let's get to like some Packer news here really quick. So Luke Musgrave, he's officially signed. Uh, I believe all our rookies are signed. Um, So that's a good thing. We'll we'll see how he does. I'm not going to get into the details of the contract at all because who cares? Um, <laughs> Adrian Amos, our safety, he's now with the Jets, which, eh, what do you think, Andy? We're going to miss him, you think? Not at all. <laughs> I don't think so. There you go. You could tell right. he was starting to decline a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I think his leadership we're going to miss, but, you know, be quite honest, uh, you know, I think we got some better alternatives on the on the roster right I now. Agree. So I think we'll be just fine. I totally, I totally agree on that. Um, if you want to check it out too, um, <laughs> Aaron Jones got this weird tattoo that basically is like he's a Packer forever. You have to see it. Uh, there's pictures out there. Uh, maybe I'll put some on the website. It's just really interesting. Because I, I think like Aaron Jones to me is going to be the new Jerry Kramer. Uh, and it, when Jerry Kramer uh, was alive, uh, he's passed recently. Well, a couple of years ago, uh, he was an ambassador of the Packers. I mean, literally, he would go everywhere, anywhere to talk Packers. And he was an amazing spokesman for the Packers. Uh, I think Aaron Jones. Oh, I don't know if you saw this, Andy. Uh, Sean Clifford, our rookie quarterback out of Penn State. I don't know if you saw this, but Aaron Rodgers sent him an autographed jersey and a personal message uh, to basically say, like, hey, take care of my locker because if 
if you don't know Packer Blitz fans, Sean Glifford has Aaron Rodgers' locker. Now, why they wouldn't give that to Jordan Love, I have no idea. But Sean Clifford has it. And also, like I said, he got a personal message from Aaron Rodgers saying, hey, take care of my locker. Wish you all the best. You know, Kim got a little motivational message and stuff like that. So I don't know. Did you see that, Andy, at all? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. I didn't. There you go. I mean, I heard about it, it from, I think you mentioned it last time that, on our last Packers Blitz uh, uh, podcast. You know, it was, but... it was, so it was kind of interesting. So. Last but not least, this is not really Packer news, but I had to bring it up. So the New York Jets are going to be on Hard Knocks. And if you know anything about Hard Knocks, it's on Max. And basically they cover the the inside life of, of the football team and the outside life. It's actually pretty interesting. Andy, I'm going to have you over sometime and I will show you some Hard Knocks episodes because they're they're super interesting. My Favorite hard knocks is when they they did the Cincinnati Bengals about five years ago. Just before, you know, four they're really good. They you know they were okay. And James Harrison, the linebacker who was a linebacker for the Steelers, who uh, joined the Cincinnati Bengals. Every time he would pass a, a hard knock hard knocks camera, he would flip it off. <laughs> and we lost Andy. <laughs> oh, there you, buddy. You still there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. I thought I lost you for a second. So every time James Harrison would go past the hard knocks camera, he would flip it off because he absolutely hated these guys being there. Um, And with Aaron Rodgers, if you don't know this, Packer fans, hard knocks has tried for years to become, to get into Green Bay Packers and have them on hard knocks. And the Packers have fought them tooth and nail including Aaron Rodgers. He's like, I want nothing to do with this. Dude, I mean, he went to Mark Murphy. He went to, you know, all the, the big shots and said, no, I do not want them here. And they said, okay, all right, no problem. We, we don't have to do it. You know, uh, and now <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, welcome to Hard Knocks. Your life is going to be on, on display, and uh, which is the worst thing for that team because it usually is a curse for you if you're on hard knocks your season usually sucks except this is this is the exception last year the Detroit Lions were on hard knocks and they had one of their best seasons ever so who knows maybe the jets will get get uh, get something out of this which i doubt but who knows uh any feelings on this, Andy, about the card knocks in Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, simply put, not good. Uh, <laughs> all the distractions of hard knocks, I don't think is going to help the Jets to focus. I think they're going to have a hard enough time with, with their new quarterback, a lot of new players. Yep. And uh, I don't think this is going to help them at all. So I'm just going to yeah. leave it at that. But uh yeah, I don't see how it could help. So just more distractions for the team. A team that definitely doesn't need them. So, you know, if you're going to be successful in this in this league, you got to be focused. And, yep. you know, they've got a lot of young players, too. I just don't think that's a good mm-hmm. thing. There's enough distractions in New York as it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, this Absolutely. does not help, help matters. So Absolutely. Absolutely. But I wish so, them well. That- I wish them luck with that. 
Best yeah, of luck. Good luck. Good luck. So uh, unless, Andy, you wanted to add something, uh, let's start getting into the position groups. What do you think? Yeah, the only only thing I wanted to mention, John, is I've got some Packers news toward the end of uh, Packers Blitz oh, that I'm going right. to talk about. It's a little bit yeah. depressing, but also inst- inspirational mm-hmm. at the same time, if you can believe yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but everyone will have to wait until the end, you know, probably yes. in the next hour and a half or so. And I'm just kidding about that, <laughs> hopefully. This podcast teaser. isn't that long today, but um, yeah, yeah. So, little teaser. So let's just have to wait right patiently. <laughs> yes, it's a nice teaser. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so we're going to start with the first position group, the offensive line. So one of the first things is I'm just going to do a quick fire, okay? Before we get into um, uh, your in-depth research, Andy. Thank you so much. So quick fire, Andy. Just say yes or no. That's all I need from you. And then we'll kind of discuss it. Okay. So offensive line, trade Bakhtiari. Yes. No. Mm. Yes. What do you think about Elton Jenkins? Do you think he'll be finally healthy this year and make it through the whole entire year without getting hurt? Yes or no? Yes. I believe he will be just fine. Stay healthy. All right. Do you feel our offensive line depth is good enough? Yes or no? Yes, definitely. Yes. I love that. We got a positive offensive line. So, uh, yeah, the whole Bakhtiari thing, John, you know, he is a big risk. He has not been able to stay healthy. And there are a lot of salary cap considerations with those, with his figure and everything. So, and the, quite honest from previous podcasts, I think people understand that. I'm not expecting a whole lot this year, and I really hope I'm wrong. And if that's the case, mm-hmm. then you have to be able to get value out yes. of uh, trading Bakhtiari. Uh, there's a lot of teams in what the NFL you, that you, use a really, really good think, left tackle. Yeah, what do you think we can get for a uh, player in a draft pick or just a draft pick? Well, I think draft pick-wise, they would be lucky if they'd even be able to get a second or a third rounder for him. I don't think a really? first rounder would be anything that not, any team would ever consider doing. Not, so no. not with his I, history of um, being hurt. So at least lately. I so. thought we could get a fourth and a fifth. Too low? Okay. Are you crazy? <laughs> All the above? Well, I would be happy with a single second or third rounder, and that's basically, I I don't know what the value is, the comparative value, but yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, really, John, when he's right, when he's right, he's one of the top probably three or four left tackles in the game. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And he might be considered maybe in the top one or two if he wouldn't have got hurt. Yes. But unfortunately, oh, he did, and yeah, uh, he's regained a lot of the form that that All Pro yeah. form, that Pro Bowl form that mm-hmm. he used to have in the past. But yeah. you know, it's still out there. Is is his knee right? Will yeah. it ever be right and again? So is his is his attitude right? He has said some things recently, and he's backstepped like they always do, saying basically we're going to suck. <laughs> the Packers are going to suck. Get used to it. Now he's gone and he stepped back from it and said, no, what I meant was we're going to have to grow and we're going to get better. Yeah, 
just, we get it. We suck. All right. Just stick with what you said and own it. And, and, and don't backtrack on us because you know, frankly, that Jordan Love is not a proven commodity yet. And you don't know what you're getting in him. And yeah, we could win three games. Uh, but I don't see that, but we could. Um, and as you said, Andy, you don't see us going to, uh, you know, the playoffs and I maybe change my mind on that. We'll have to see after training camp. So after training camp is when I'm going to make my lock, (laughs) lock it down predictions, um, for our season. Cause who knows in training camp, right? Somebody gets hurt. Then yep. where are you? So, right. Yeah. All well, right. I mean, and and David is one of the leaders of the team and Correct. and and a veteran player. Yeah. And um he probably said some things he shouldn't shouldn't have. We have mm-hmm. a, a pretty young team, and I don't think that's that's showing them how to lead and mm-hmm. and how to no. no deal with the situation and and i know he's trying to he's being honest and you know i'm all right. for that but sometimes yeah. you know that's not yeah. stuff you want to get out no, in the in the media right. so no. and um exactly. you know so i that part of it is a little bit disconcerting but um yeah got to move forward right. now so Andy, and maybe gonna, that will be yeah. trading him <laughs> that might be trading him so tell so us what the you position think, group of man. offensive line go for it <laughs> Go for it. So in 28, uh, sorry, 23 days, the Green Bay Packers will head to the practice field for their first practice of training camp. And and here are some insights that I have about that and the offensive line and whatnot. So in 23 days on uh, July 26, training camp starts. The Offensive line is probably the single position that causes coaches and personnel men to lose sleep and to lie awake at night staring at the ceiling. (laughs) Just a note. (laughs) That's pretty much what John and I do on a regular basis without NFL to watch. What do you think, John, about that one? Crazy. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. (laughs) This position group is very... Not probably. It is. Yeah. This position group is very deep. Uh, our offensive line uh, is is really deep, really good, and should bring a lot of competition to the football field on July 26th. Not many starting jobs will be up for grabs. Key battles loom, especially at right tackle and center. So I'm going to go quickly through the Green Bay Packers depth chart uh, not to bore people too much, but at left tackle, we've got David Bakhtiari, Caleb Jones, and Rashid Walker. Uh, they're all returning. And at at uh, left guard, we have Eldon, Elton Jenkins, Royce Newman, and Sean Ryan. I think it's Ryan. I uh, could be wrong on that. <laughs> uh, yep. Center, Josh Myers. Jake Hansen and DJ have no idea. Skype Jr. He's not going to make it anyway. (laughs) Um, Right guard, John Runyon, Chuck Falagia, and John John DeLance. Yeah, he won't make it either. And right tackle, we got Yash Nyman, 
Zach Tom, Luke Tenuta, and Kadeem Telford. Now, the reason I listed off all these players is this this is what we have right now in the offensive line room, all the players. And so there's a couple positions that there's going to be a lot of battles going on, and so I'm going to mention those right now. Uh, the first battle that's going to take place is going to be at right tackle. The Packers need to find a, a spot for uh, Zach Tom to start. He's ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is listed at, yeah. at uh, right tackle on the depth chart, but he can also play center. It's Yash Nyman's job to lose. However, and this will be news for John, the Packers have been rumored to be potentially trading Yash uh, to get some value because he is only signed for one year and is headed for unrestricted free agency. Matt Johnson from SportsNot calls Yash an absolute steal for the franchise starting 21 games the last two seasons after entering the league as a free agent in 2019. The six foot seven offensive lineman proved adept in pass protection last year, earning a 74.4 pro football focus rating and uh, pass blocking grade. Right tackles Luke Tenuta and Kandib, Kadeem Telfort round out the group and are both massive human beings at six foot eight inches tall. If you can believe that, John. Jeez. And uh, so Tanuda is 314 pounds. Uh, Telfort is 330 pounds. Whoa. So unless Nyman or back Tiari gets traded, I would expect both Tanuda and Telfort p- to be put on the practice squad. We yeah. don't have enough spots. And I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to be on the practice squad unless something happens. Uh, so then the other position that there's going to be a battle going on is the center spot. So Josh Myers could lose his starting center spot really? ease, very easily. He regressed last year after having a good 2021 rookie campaign. The Packers will not keep three centers. So no. expect nope. the other two to be either out, cut or sent to the practice squad. Jake Hansen has been with the club since 2020. DJ, I cannot pronounce his last name, Junior, <laughs> is, is an intriguing undrafted fellow who played right guard and right tackle for five years with the Miami Hurricanes. Five years? Yeah, five years. Wow. He must have redshirted one was, year. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a starter. Do, do you, uh, was he was. He? Yep. Yeah, for he played... Yeah, wow. he played guard and right right tackle for them. Mm. Okay. Yep. Which the Packers like. <laughs> they like yeah. players being able to play multiple positions. He can play guard and right tackle. Yeah, so. we talked about that on previous podcasts. Yep. But we need Maulers. So Maulers. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yep. the your ass and, guy. and then as we talked about before, left Left tackle is set with David Bakhtiari. Uh, Green Bay has two capable backups in Jones and Walker. If there's any chance that the Packers trade David, they may keep all three on the final roster. They did last year, and they could again. 
<laughs> so um, Elton Jenkins is the starter, is the starter at left guard. Royce Newman and Sean Ryan. Uh, or is it Ryan? <laughs> Ryan, it's Ryan. Okay, Ryan are also really good backups who could be starting for for another NFL team very easily. So those two probably will be backing up Elton Jenkins unless something unforeseeable happens. No, no. So overall, and I know I've been kind of talking a lot here, but this is a very deep group. That's why the Packers did not draft a single offensive lineman in 2023. Mm -hmm. According to Mark Lillibridge from the Bleacher Report, and this is him talking, most teams would love to keep 10 offensive linemen on the active roster because they are so hard to find on the street. The Packers may just do that and keep 10. Realistically, that number is normally about nine, but I predict that they're going to actually keep 10. And that means that the Packers uh, do have some difficult personnel decisions to make because they're, they're so good on the offensive line. So any final thoughts on the Packers offensive line position group before we move on to tight ends? No, John? I, no, I think we're, I think that's a, a good problem to have. So here, here's our starting lineup. Let's, let's just do this right now and see if we're free, if we're yep. right. So I still think Josh Myers is going to be center. Do you agree with that? I, I would agree with that. Yep. I, don't see them I would agree that with that, but they have to get Zach Tom in there somewhere. So that's a possibility. Correct. If Josh Myers doesn't step up, yep. they may just put him we in got, there we got Zach instead. Uh, obviously, Elton Jenkins, uh, David Bakhtiari. Um, and that's where... Right guard. Okay, so the, <laughs> right. Yeah. Where's our yeah, right do you guard? Put, do you put Zach Tom there? Do you put, oh, I mean, Yash Nyman's probably better keeping him at right tackle and put Zach Tom there. But then you have yeah. John Runyon Jr. Yeah, you right? got Runyon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. What do you do with him? Oh, yeah. boy. Huh. So, so again, those uh, are some good, so, uh, good things to be debating about, I guess. Yeah. Good, a good problem. Good problem to have. To have, but yeah. that's why. That and it's probably too late unless somebody gets hurt and there's a team like you said. I I really feel, and, and I know Packer fans, you're gonna kill me for this, but uh, we gotta trade David Bakhtiari. I, I just let him go. Let let's just we got depth. We got guys to put in there. We got younger guys to put in there who are relatively injury free, and we you know we can dump some money off. Uh, I, I just you got to get got to get running in there, and you got to get Zach Tom in there. You got to get these guys some reps, and because if we don't have the right offensive line, we learned in the twenty twenty two divisional game against um, the Forty ers when we for whatever reason that I still don't understand, we had. Guys all moved around, and the 49ers just, you know, just got on us left and right. We couldn't run. We couldn't pass. Couldn't do anything right. Wound up losing the game by a field goal, which we should have crushed them. That's why it's so important, Andy. Um, but that's just my yeah, we, we've I, John, I, we've got, uh, to tie into this, we've got 10 positions 
uh, 10 yeah. players that should make the team. Bakhtiari, Jones, yeah. Walker, Jenkins, Newman, Ryan, Myers, John Runyon, Yash Nyman, and Zach Tom. Yeah. That's 10. Right, 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 right. And yeah. those are all capable players, all capable of starting in the NFL. And they're going to lose, especially some of those tackles, if they only have nine on the roster, one of those other players, yeah, if they try to move him, yeah. they're going to, somebody's going to grab them. So then there oh, yeah. goes, starts to go some of your depth. So there's 10 legitimate players uh, mm. that should make the team. Uh, so it's mm. <laughs> uh you know, to be brutally honest, that's where you might think about trading yeah. one of them or yeah. you know, yeah, probably not two of them, but at least one no. of them. So, all right. Yeah, because they have an issue uh, that we'll talk about <laughs> next time at wide yeah. receiver. They've got a lot of wide yeah, receivers. We'll Actually, there's going to be a bit. Yeah. And oh, so boy. they may want to keep one more wide receiver. So yeah, then yeah. you have to take for All somewhere right. else. So, right. All right. So, <laughs> so let's move on we're to gonna tight talk end. About. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that more. So let's move on to tight end. Okay, so I'm going to do the, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same thing I did uh, last time. I'm going to do a quick okay. fire, yes or no, and uh, well, this one isn't a yes or no. I'm going to I'm going to change I'm going to change this question really quick. Uh, but I, I'm before I change that, <clears throat> I have to ask this one: yes or no? Should we resign Big Dog Mercedes Lewis? Yes or no? No. 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 Okay. Not right. unless there's not unless there's an injury. Um, you know, mm. I think they're they're too deep a All team right. right now uh, to to give him a roster spot. And to be quite honest, if we aren't going to make the playoffs anyway, what's the point? Yeah. Plus, he he wants you know he's a veteran who wants some money, and we don't necessarily have the money to pay him. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do it, yeah, that's right. even though right. it's very iffy. A lot of question marks <laughs> with this group. Yeah, you know, got a question mark. So, who's going to have a better rookie season, Musgrave or Kraft? Oh, you're so you're changing that yes one. No. I could answer the other yeah. question too with how many yards and touchdowns. I'd actually like yeah, to we'll, answer we'll that about one that, too. But I know this is a okay. yes or no. But what do you what do yep. you think, Musgrave or Kraft? Uh, well, I I would guess they drafted Musgrave in the second round for reasons. So I think he's probably going to have the better year. Really, but I think they're okay. going to be pretty darn close. I think they're going to utilize both of them. So I think that's kind of going to be a coin flip between the two of them. Uh, and I'm going to trade one. Uh, I'm going to say one other thing too. This is a yes or no. Does Deguara <laughs> stay on this? Oh team? my gosh, no! I don't. I, li- I don't think he's going to make it. This, he's he too can. much. He's too. Ready? He's too much a fullback, and that that position really isn't yeah, used a whole lot can. in the NFL anymore. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Josiah. So, so let's get yeah, the third round the pick. Yeah. No, he's a yeah third or fourth. I I just don't see him <laughs> now. Just don't see him making the final roster. Yeah, he was a third rounder and, in 2020 for the Packers. So and he's what did what do we say every time he's out? He's the Bubba Franks of tight ends, right? Goes right down. Goes right down. Somebody touches him, he Come falls on. down. Yeah. Come on, yep. man. All right, right. So let's get into the tight ends. Your thoughts on it. Yeah, some of my deep thoughts on the tight end deep position thoughts. group for the Packers. 
Uh, so tight end may be one position group with the biggest question marks associated with it, which I kind of said mm. before. It's really yeah. the truth. The tack- Packers, the Packers will desperately need sudden impact from that sounds like a movie i think it is <laughs> that's where they need sudden yeah. sudden impact from their two rookies point. yep luke uh, <laughs> musgrave and tucker craft however however traditionally around the league tight end is a position where immediate impact is scarce yeah. now get this john packer fans okay. out there packer fans around the world from yes. 20 sorry from 2008 to 2022 71 tight ends were drafted in the first second and third rounds and very interesting very Packers interesting. insider Bill Huber cited these key facts about NFL tight ends almost one third 23 in all 23 out of the 71 failed to catch even 10 passes as rookies Oh my God. Almost half, 35, scored zero or one touchdown. What? As it as it relates, yes. <laughs> as it relates directly to the Green Bay Packers, third rounder Jermichael Finley in 2008 caught six passes for 74 yards <laughs> and a touchdown. Uh Third round pick Richard Rogers in 2014 caught 20 passes for 225 yards and two touchdowns. Third rounder Josiah Duguara, aforementioned, in 2020 had one catch for 12 yards until he blew out his knee. Jace Sternberger, who's not with the team anymore, (laughs) also picked in the third round, went without a catch in 2019. Oh, my God. If anyone is keeping track, that's a combined 27 receptions for 311 yards and three touchdowns. The Packers will absolutely need more than that if they are going to going to compete for a playoff spot. So John, you see the you know comparisons and the similarities there with some of the issues. Yeah, yeah not only for the league oh but also God. for the Packers. Yeah, so oh Josiah Deguara and Tyler Davis are both uh, a pair of 2020 draft choices who only have 47 combined receptions between the two of them. <laughs> and Deguara <laughs> is not really a true tight end anyway. He's kind of more of a fullback. No, I, I think, what do they no. call him? An H-back or something to that effect. I, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's not a tight end, not a true tight end anyway. <sighs> so the other tight ends on the roster, Henry Pearson, uh, six foot eight. Inches tall, uh, Austin Allen and Cameron McDonald McDonald are also currently they're all on the roster and they will not. Yeah, make they, it. Um, so just to let you know, we have uh, I think it's seven uh, tight ends if I'm counting right, and you know mm. we're we're going to probably be lucky if maybe three of them, three? maybe four, three. make the roster. Usually yeah, they like to keep, what what is it, four or five? This is off the cuff, John, but yeah, usually that's about like how that. many they want to keep. And that's where, yeah. you know, Mercedes Lewis may, may come in, but 
at the at this mm, point. I don't yeah. see it happening. So yeah, you're yeah. looking at uh, the the two rookies, Musgrave and Kraft, and then you're also looking at uh, what's that other guy, uh, Tyler Davis. There's a good chance they may keep him. Deguara, I'm not sure. He's on the fence. That leaves maybe uh, one of the other two guys, but yeah, I don't know. So- this is really group. funny. <laughs> no, this is really funny. This is like some websites out there. You, you ask what they like drinking, why they're like writing stuff. Like, a, did you have something like smoking something? What's going on here? Because WisconsinHeroics.com said Green Bay Packers tight ends Luke Musgrave and Tucker Kraft could be the first NFC North tight ends to reach 500 yards as rookies. Uh, <laughs> but you just said, uh, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Why I would be, that? I would be ecstatic, John, if they got anywhere from three to 500 yards a piece yeah. and hopefully three to five touchdowns a piece. So combining mm-hmm. them into like one tight end, you know, uh, being able to get maybe six to eight touchdowns and let's say 800 to about a thousand yards. I'd be ecstatic yeah. if we got that out of the two of them. Yeah. But so Andy, we will I got see. something to share with you. Yeah, Andy, I sure. got something to share with you quick. This is absolutely hilarious. So this is from our decade of the eighties. Remember a tight end, Paul Kaufman? Yeah, I do. do. You remember him at all? Okay. Great tight end. Okay. Yep. Lynn Dickey loved you to know throw his to him. <laughs> Yes, in his rookie season, (laughs) this is insane, 16 games played, zero catches, zero yards, zero touchdowns. That was his rookie season. Big goose egg. Wow. Goose egg across the board. Okay. Did they have a blocking the entire time? Huh? Oh, okay. Mark who? Okay, so now I'm going to go into Mark Chamura. Remember Mark Chamura? Right. His rookie That's, season. He was okay. a good tight end. Both, by the way, Packer fans, if you're a Packer fan, Paul Kaufman is in the Packer Hall of Fame. Mark Chimura is in the Packer Hall of Fame. Okay. And like I said, this is the rookie rookie season. Mark Chimura, two receptions, 13 yards, zero <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, our favorite tight end of all time. Andy and I, Packer Blitz fans, and Bubba Franks, the Bubba, our fans, Bubba Franks. <laughs> this is insane. This is uh, this is crazy. Thirty-four receptions, three hundred and sixty-three yards, one touchdown. That's wow. What? <laughs> and he and John How? wasn't he a fir- he was a first round what? pick, wasn't he? <laughs> wasn't Bubba a first round pick huh? too? His first round pick, too. Uh, wasn't he? Bubba Franks. Is he a first rounder? Let's he let's was drafted take really high. A Google look. Uh, <laughs> this is Bubba great Franks. podcasting again, yeah. right here. We're looking it up on the fly. This is great podcasting. Totally off script. Here, look. Okay. When was <laughs> Bubba Franks drafted? 1999. He was. Uh, he's drafted after him like 15. 14th overall, first yeah. round. You are correct, yeah. sir. First round, I was close. 14th overall. Brown. 
Yep. You still would expect <laughs> that more than that from a first round pick, but still that he had the best, uh, best yeah, stats of any of them. Didn't he? Yes. Great job. Bubba. By far. <laughs> yeah. One tackle. Wow. Boom. That's, that's, uh, All right. disconcerting. That's horrible. <laughs> That's so very there concerning. are there is a there is a reason I'm going to get into this right now, John. There's a reason for this okay. trend. Okay. Uh, so here yeah. is a realistic take from head coach Matt Lafleur when it comes to the challenges oh, for a tight end. And here's a quote from Matt. Yeah, here we go. There's there's just so much knowledge that you have to acquire in terms of your responsible in the running game and the passing game, and you might have some protection responsibility. I think that outside of the quarterback position, you're talking on the offensive side of the ball. The tight ends have to know the second most of anybody because they have every facet of the game, end quote. So even that that Mm. might not have sounded great, that was his direct words. (laughs) So... I probably would have yeah. did some editing in there to make it sound better, but yeah, sorry, I was I, reading it word for word. I got so, you. Yeah, so basically okay. he's saying they're the second most, in, they have to learn the most, the second most besides the quarterback as far as the offense goes. So that was kind of wow. very, very, very interesting. And that's just, yeah. that's what he said just a few weeks ago. So, huh. so then our starting tight ends have to be Musgrave, Kraft. Who? Who's the third guy? <laughs> Doesn't Guess really matter. If he, if he can step <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, Sadie Slug. He's got to, but the thing is, John, he's got to throw to somebody. By default, they're going to yeah. be out there and they're going to get some passes thrown to him. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to have to have to produce. They're going to get, you know, if they get open, they could to. have some passes thrown to them. Gonna so. have to. Absolutely. See, see what happens. Absolutely. But yeah, it's gonna be very, very interesting, oh, isn't it? Boy. That's so. now you depress me. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I was excited to have a little Tyler depressed. Davis was out there last year and you know, he caught a few passes or whatnot. But yeah, you know, he's really. not the answer either. No, I think he was a, no, he a sixth either. rounder that we picked this sixth in the rounder. same yeah. year that that Duara yeah. was picked in the third. Yeah. So, yeah, but, he he was the yeah. same guy that in when I was watching him in I, I totally remember this watching him in um, preseason. He dropped every pass thrown to him, every last one. And I thought, oh, he's cut, and they did cut him, and then bring him back. And I'm like, what? Anyway, so he's just he's just a guy, John. He's got yeah, he's, he's got a good body. I mean, he looks like a tight end. He looks the part, but he looks the part. <laughs> but yeah, you know, there's just no flashy plays with yeah. him, and no, yeah, sometimes isn't. he just doesn't no. make the the plays he should. So, but no. we'll move on right. from that. Yeah, so let's move on. To Keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, special teams. Special teams. Okay, so I'll talk about that, <laughs> or yeah. we can alternate. Whatever you want to do. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, kicker, so our so our kicker is Anders Art Carlson. Yes, like there's yeah, nobody. I don't think there's anybody else on the roster right nope. now. Not right now. So, right. So he is the depth chart. So he's got the job until something happens, and hopefully nothing happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah. as of now, 
So, uh, so, so the question is, is Carlson a sixth round pick this year, a worthy oh successor boy. to Mason Crosby? And we're about to find out. <laughs> we're going to find well, out. Anders Carlson's uh, career at, at Auburn doesn't provide much confidence. <laughs> In five no. seasons, he made 71.8% of his field goals attempts. And I think I talked about mm-hmm. that on a previous podcast. Yes, you did on a previous he podcast. Was 30, yes. He was 34 of 34, 100% from inside 30 yards, 15 of 20, 75% from 30 to 39 yards, 25 of 39, 64.1% no. from 40 to Yikes. 49 yards. Oh boy. That's pretty pretty much an extra point. That's not good. Yeah. And five of 17, 29.4% oh. from 50 plus yards. Now he does have a great leg, according to what we've heard. Yeah. But yeah, Rich Massage. Uh, not very accurate. <laughs> no. So expecting a kicker who was was inaccurate in college to become an accurate uh kicker in the NFL seems foolish. However, it is however, it is it is not that unusual. Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker, Charges kicker Cameron Dicker, who was the number one, who was number one in field goal accuracy last season for the league, and even former Chicago hmm. Bear sound effect. Sound effect. There you go. <laughs> Chicago Bear. <laughs> Former Chicago Bear kicker Robbie Gold all had accuracy problems in college. Some of them, actually, uh, Robbie Gold was much worse than Anders Carlson. I think his uh, field goal percentage was in the <laughs> 60% range. Robbie uh, And Robbie Gold, to give him some credit, is a very accurate kicker, uh, or has been in the NFL for a long time. So he's making typically between 80 and 80, yeah. sorry, 85 and 90% of his kicks every single year. So he's been a really yeah. good kicker, although he played for the Bears at one time. Uh, esteemed <laughs> kicking coach. <laughs> esteemed kicking coach Jamie Cole said this of Carlson. I think Anders has a lot of talent. If he can make it through the early storm, he's got a chance to be a really good player. Mm. Really good player. Jamie Cole, by the way, had worked with all 16 drafted kickers and punters. Okay. Just to let you let everybody know. Okay. So let's, let's stay positive and hope Anders Carlson is the Packers long-term Solution at kicker, just like Mason Crosby, their former sixth-round pick. Yeah, Mason was a sixth-round pick also in 2007. And their kicker wow. for the past 16 season. Makes, you yep. know, hopefully he's the same kicker that uh, Mason was for all those years. Yes. Yeah. John, I don't know if you want to talk about the punters, but I can talk about them too. Um, sure. Very, very interesting stuff with them. Punters yeah. are people too. That's what. Yeah, I mean, I I could do it. I saw a little uh, little little thing on Daniel Whelan. Uh, he's one of okay. our punters, and then Pat O'Donnell is the guy coming back from last year. So, uh, so mm-hmm. the big question is: Can Whelan, a former undrafted free agent and XFL punter, 
push the current mm. starter O'Donnell for a roster spot? That's the question. There's only two of them. Yeah. For our international right. fans out there, uh, Daniel hey. Whelan started out as, as a soccer player and was born in Wicklow, Ireland. Nice. So I saw, I personally saw some video on him and he's got quite the leg, uh, high booming kicks like the legendary Ray guy. Uh, yeah. Daniel More Whelan is a raw talent wise, but uh, has great, great potential. This may be the year to explore that. Maybe Daniel will bring the Packers a little luck of the Irish, hey, luck of the Irish. For, the up, for the upcoming 2023 season. Yes. So, yeah. So really not too much going go. on that front either. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no, no. Nah, yeah. Nah. You want to talk about long snapper, John? I really don't. No, no, no long snappers, no. Okay. Port, I know the guys really, are part of the team, and don't it's a care. hard position to play, but you're not going to win or lose games with a long snapper, because if you do, you really suck. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. If a long snapper loses you the game, you suck anyway. You shouldn't be in that position. So anyway, let's move on to this kind of tragic story, but hopefully has some good news at the end. Because I didn't hear this story. So why don't you take over that, Annie? Yeah, some sad, sad news to report, Packer fans. Joshua Shaw, a member of the Packers construction team, tragically mm. lost his life after an accident that occurred during ongoing renovations at Lambeau Field. The death actually occurred last month, but the incident was mm. only recently made public. John, it uh, eerily reminds me of the construction accident yeah. that killed three iron workers and injured five others yeah, at yeah. Miller Park. Right. That was way sad. back Tried. on July 14th, Ooh. 1999. Mm -hmm. A crane called Big Blue collapsed when it was operated outside of design specifications for the combination of load and wind. The construction yeah. of the Milwaukee Brewers' new home cost human life. It just gives yeah. me a sense of perspective. 27-year-old uh, right. uh, Joshua Shaw made the ultimate sacrifice to just build something so that Packer fans could experience something new at Lambeau. The Packers organization mm -hmm. has truly built an incredible fan experience in Green Bay, but not without loss. Uh, progress yeah. sometimes comes with great sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, Joshua's yeah. mother did reveal that he was an organ donor. Uh, Joshua's heart, liver, and lungs have been successfully transplanted, giving six individuals yeah. in need a second chance at life. Also, Shaw's other tissues will contribute to the well-being of countless others in need. Uh, so, according to uh, Dov Kleiman of BroBible.com, and I quote, uh, he quotes, uh, the tragic loss of Joshua Shaw has left the community mourning the passing of a young man whose life was marked by both selflessness and a commitment to helping others. As the inv investigation progresses, it is hoped that it will shed a light on the circumstances leading to the incident, ensuring that necessary measures are taken to prevent similar tragedies in the future. So, John, we were talking before the podcast that um, he was actually with his, his dad and his brother. They were part of a construction team 
uh, I believe they were carpenters. And mm. so do you have any comments on this tragedy, John? No. It's kind of, yeah. No, it's terrible. And, and, you know, I hope everyone, you know, is, um, you know, rest in peace. Joshua, being up here, did you learn anything new today? Well, you're, you're the savant. John, did oh, you learn anything yeah, today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Did you learn Let's anything today? Let's see. I learned that we're I know not what really I learned. sure. Oh, hold on a second. I, I'm going to show what I learned <laughs> really quick. I, I, we're not sure about the tight ends. <laughs> Our special yep. teams. Uh, well, I hope it works out. But our offensive line should be great. I learned all those things. So, Andy, why don't you take it from there? <laughs> so, for me, number one, uh, regular everyday folk like Lambeau construction worker Josh Shaw uh, put their life on the line to make this world a better place for Packers fans like us. Uh, the second thing that I learned, number two, uh, there is a training camp battle royale about to start between Yash Nyman and Zach Tom at right tackle. And the third thing that I learned today, John, uh, I even watched the USFL because I cannot wait any longer for pro, pro football to start. <laughs> we are so pathetic so, and desperate. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So what's on tap for the next episode of Packers Blitz, John? Yeah. So number one, we're going to take a closer, again, continue close look at more position groups, uh, this time on the defensive side of the ball. Andy, what, what else is up? Yeah, the second thing is we're going to – the Packers need to resign <laughs> Rashawn Gary desperately. Oh, please. And what could And then what could be the timeline for the Gary extension? So we'll talk about mm-hmm. that next mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Or um, in the, the next, next couple weeks. Yes. And then a uh, very interesting look at the Packers' most dominant individuals' seasons of the Aaron Rodgers era. So I'm excited about that. Andy? Yeah, and then the last thing there was a there was a recent article by ESPN that says the Packers have been robbing the NFL for the past decade. What? Robbing, yep. It was only uh, one of two teams that had been caught stealing from the NFL from 2013 to 2022. So listen to our upcoming Packers Blitz podcast and find out why oh, the Packers yeah. are committing misdemeanors and maybe even felonies. I'm good. I am hooked for that. So yep. we have a lot of topics coming up here. Um, hopefully we'll be on next week, you know, depending on our schedules and everything, but we are super excited to be back um, because Andy and I can no longer stare at the ceiling and watch USFL football and some goofy uh, Tom Selleck show and me watching cricket. Jesse Stone. It's awesome, is. John. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I should pick on Tom Selleck. He was my PI. I will check it out. But anyway, so, but Packer fans, please reach out to us at PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com. Any topics or anything you want to talk about, you know, from leading up to training camp. Um, also, you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, which is Packers Blitz. We're also on YouTube. By the way, uh, Andy, uh, I don't know if you know this, but when the season starts, we're going to be doing more YouTube. I think we want to do us showing us watching the games and flipping. 
Uh, that might be fun. <laughs> Maybe doing some other things, talking uh, live after the game or live during the game. Who knows? We This is our podcast. We're, we're all a bunch of uh, just crazy guys who love doing this for our fans. And we love you, Packer fans, because you guys, again, are the And that's it for me. Andy, uh, other than Go Pack Go, what else you got? Well, if we're going to be doing you know, some videos of us watching the games, I might have to loosen up my arm a little bit as we're throwing stuff, but hopefully not uh, too much this year. Hopefully we're winning a lot of football games. Yes, we are. Uh, We'll have to make sure that we have some impact resistant things available to us (laughs) so that we don't destroy too much in your man cave and at my house either. So yes, it's absolutely looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be lots of fun. So, Fans, we will see you. We will talk to you soon, hopefully next week. Um, other than that, go pack go. Go pack go. All right, buddy, love you. See you later.